are you, Anna Wintour, and I'm just Siba? Why can't I be Naomi Campbell or something? Okay, you can be Naomi Campbell. I just, I wanted to do, it was my, the September issue joke. Oh, I see, because this is going to come up, come out in September. Right, 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 right! Hmm. Hmm. So, I'm Anna Wintour, and this is Naomi Campbell. Not with that lipstick, sweetheart. (laughs) You remember when she docked? Wait, did... She was talking shit about, uh... That chick's lipstick, and I, I died laughing. But her lipstick at the VMAs, man? I mean, is I think it's maybe the Pat McGrath yeah. lipstick uh, makeup thing. So, you know, power to Pat McGrath and that. But, yeah, I don't know. What were your favorite Whatever. looks? Can we just go right into the VMAs and, like, not even, like, fuck around? Like, literally, <laughs> the VMAs were trash but there were some really great parts of them and I just I wanted us to like dwell on it a little bit you know because it's fresh in my spirit um I just wanted to start off by saying that Tiana Taylor I'm very happy for her because all Mm -hmm. these white people are acting like she literally did not exist until Sunday like, they're like, who is this brand new ingenue introducing to... Tiana Taylor has literally been around for a smooth decade. Like, she is not new. Um, <laughs> but she did a great job in the Fade video, so... Oh, it was amazing. And I also love Fade's great song on the album. Sure. Shout out to Life of Papa. Yeah, totally. Um, did you have any highlights of the awards for you? I mean, obviously, Drake and Rihanna, but uh, we're going to go into that, like, just a little bit later. Um, Beyonce, people said it, and I, I, did, I didn't watch the VMAs live, but people were saying it, and I was like, oh my god, like, how great could this performance be? I don't want the Bayhive to come and follow me. I just wasn't, like, I, I didn't know what to expect, and then I watched it, and I was like, holy Jesus God, like, it was so good. <laughs> Um, and so many emotions, and, and, and she's just really on top of her game. She's so, she, like, has created a whole new level for people to aspire towards, because, my God, like, she is a performer through and through. I cannot imagine what kind of energy goes into that, um, and apparently she's, like, super into astrology, so I'm, like, also, like, really, like, feeling beyond. How do you know she's super into astrology? I mean, apparently that's a thing that's coming out, but I also don't know if you watch that, like, short... The thing with Meredith with, um, Graves, where she basically yeah. told her that she's a Virgo, or... Exactly. Okay. <laughs> she, and she said something, and, and, and Beyonce's, like... Oh, you're a Virgo? Shout and, like, that's... Honestly, like, that was a very cute clip. And, like, shout out to Meredith Graves. I really like her and think she's really cool. However, yes. it was definitely a bad choice of words when she's... When when um, Chance the Rapper said, nigga, this is my life. And then she said, um, I couldn't have said it better myself. You know, it's live TV. What can we do? <laughs> but, yeah. Maybe that's a go-to, and then she was later like, Ey. yeah, 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 totally. <laughs> it was cute, though. It was a great clip, great clip. Um, and then, of course, 
Drake and Rihanna. I don't know if you've watched the Oprah interview with Rihanna, where she talks about her grand-grand Dolly. Mm-hmm. Um, and she says how, like, you know, the her uh, grand-grand Dolly's last words to Rihanna were... Or not maybe last, but like her, some of the words, last words she said, was that find somebody who loves you more than you love them. (laughs) Shade! (laughs) Women will always give more, and that way a man is giving just equally. And and, you know, I think that's just unfortunate. It's so fucking true. I've heard that like from several of my childhood friends' moms. That's Um, sad. And yeah, like once. A friend of mine, yeah, her mom just, like, sat us down and was like, remember, ladies, like, find a man that loves you more. Um, And so, Rihanna's found that. (laughs) Like, Drake is just so in love with her. And, like, especially the, like, Instagram photo that Rihanna did this, like, three or four days ago of, like, Drake thanking her. Oh, yeah, he he congratulated her in a billboard thing. And then, I mean... Drake has always been incredibly thirsty. Like, his thirst is, like, the thirst of a thousand dying men in the Sahara Desert. And, like, you know, I can't be mad at him. I would be thirsty for Rihanna, too. I think, like, I think they're incredibly adorable. I think he makes complete sense for her. I mean, who else in the industry is Rihanna going to date? Like, as fucking corny as Drake is, let's not, like, he's incredibly relevant. He's a good rapper he's very successful like it makes sense and I Mm -hmm. yeah but I just kind of love I just kind of love how like not into him she seems like when he was giving his little speech and he was like Rihanna is someone that I've been in love with since I was 22 (laughs) years old and she's in the background like literally rolling her eyes like bro you corny (laughs) as fuck like I love it but I just I, I love it I think they're so cute I cannot wait for the body of work that is going to be produced in the wake of their breakup when she totally, like, crushes his heart into a million tiny pieces. Like, that's going to be really fun. <laughs> you don't think they're going to get married? Rihanna is not marrying Drake. Like, if Rihanna marries Ooh. Drake, I will eat my hat. Like, I don't see that happening. Your hat? You never heard that expression, I'll eat my hat? Oh, I thought you were actually going to eat no. your hat. I was like, that's... I don't believe I own a hat, but, um... <laughs> um, yeah, no, I think that, like... A mythical hat. They've been, like, you know, sleeping with each other on and off for, like, what, like, seven years? Like, I just feel like if she was really trying to be with Drake... I mean, I think she's finally claiming him. That's a good sign, right? Mm-hmm. You know? And, like, people get older and they want corny shit that their parent, parents... You know what? That's true. Like, Look at Sierra. She's with Russell Wilson. He's basically, um, you know, Carlton Banks, the football player version, so... <laughs> well, I... Yeah, exactly. Like, you want stability. You want those things that, like, make you happy and you want kids. And I think that I wouldn't be surprised. I think Rihanna probably doesn't want to settle down for show, but I think she really wants love. And she's getting... I just feel like Drake, I, like, isn't good in bed. No. That's not true. <laughs> I, what? Why would you think that? He just doesn't no. seem like he... I mean, he. I feel like he'd be, like, 
okay, but like not like it just I don't know. It, yeah, I don't know. Hmm. He gives me lackluster. Mm, I don't want that shit. <laughs> so what else? The VMAs. Uh, Jaden Smith was hot. Isn't he like twelve? How old <laughs> is that child? <laughs> Jaden Smith is so attractive, Ziva. Oh dear. B- both the the Smith children, mashallah, are absolutely stunning. Um, they were on they're on interview right mm-hmm. now on the cover of Interview, and they look incredible together. Um, we will not be talking about the get down, but shout out to Jaden in that. He kissed a boy, right? Um, yeah, but it was so hyped up for something that he did. Yeah, I saw it, and he was like, they didn't really kiss. I was like, what? <laughs> Who? <laughs> like, it's like this uh, weird montage scene where... You see so many other things, and 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 then you forget about like why you're watching it. You know? Yeah, it's just yeah. But I will say that like I like that they at least included like the, the something of the ball scene, like the LGBT totally. community, like community's role in in the birth of hip hop. Like I just I've heard really good things. I saw the first episode. I didn't get to finish it, but I always said like when This Is England came out, like the TV show. I, I was saying, like, yo, someone needs to do a TV show set in the Bronx in the 70s during the birth of hip-hop with, like, a bunch of, like, young black and Latino teenage kids, like, giving you, like, authentic hip-hop realness. And, like, I feel like Netflix and Baz Luhrmann owe me money, actually. Whoa. Yeah, no, totally. I, like, I feel that in my spirit. But, um, can't wait to watch the whole series. It's really good. Um, we won't go into it. We we talk about it once you've watched it. But uh, the first episode, actually, I thought was the weakest. Mm. Um, and I think that's the only episode Baz Luhrmann. How dare you! So. <laughs> <laughs> I love him so much. He's such a mess. He's so messy. It's awful. Um. Yeah, the first episode was really poor in many ways, largely because of the editing, the editing was so shitty, um, and also the directing. Shout out to Baz Luhrmann, though. Damn. Um, Damn. She just, like, annihilated him, and then was like, shut up. <laughs> also, the other day, I sang all of the elephant love medley to some friends at a dinner party, and I felt really good about myself afterwards. So, I don't hate Baz all that much. Hmm. That's... That's good to know. I think he feels positive yes. about that. Probably. What's up next? I loved Australia. Um, well, Alicia Keys at the at the VMAs. Oh right. Uh, was bare bare faced. Yep. Uh, she's stunning and and can look really good without makeup and <laughs> pow to her. And today she came out and she's like, I'm not against people wearing makeup, do you? So that was sweet. Thanks. Thank Um, you, Alicia, for giving me permission to wear makeup again. Really appreciate (laughs) it, girl. Yeah, how did you feel about that? I mean, like, I'm just kind of like, who cares? Alicia Keys is, like, so irrelevant to me. I was just kind of like, I just don't get it. Like, who cares? If Alicia Keys does or does not wear makeup, 
Like, I don't give a fuck. Like, I don't care what someone does to their face. I don't think it's brave to not wear makeup. You know what I mean? Like, Mm -hmm. the implication Mm -hmm. there is that, like, your face, you know, like, it's like, it's, it's like when people call, like, tell a a fat person who wears a bikini to the beach, like, you're brave. You're brave to exist in your body and do a normal human thing. It's like, there's nothing brave about having a face and choosing to leave it bare. Like, I understand the reasoning behind what she did and the fact that, like, she was, she's trying to make a statement and, like, great. And, like, if that statement resonates with certain people, even greater. But I'm just kind of, like, her not wearing makeup has no bearing on the way that I feel about my beauty or my face. Like, I, I you know, I wrote a piece about this, and it was really inspired, actually, by something that um, Ryan Finn, who goes by Lord Bape on Tumblr, mm-hmm. um, she did, she's like, oh, she has the most amazing YouTube, like, videos. And she did a, a vlog on, like, makeup and, like, why people do or do not wear makeup. And it's like... it. Like, makeup is, can for some people be about, like, survival. Like, it's not necessarily about, like, expressing yourself and, like, feeling good about yourself. And it's not for men. Like, it's, for some people it is for men. And, like, yes, like, that's unfortunate and problematic. But, like, I'm not going to shame people who feel the pressures of, like, society's beauty standards. And, like, I know for someone like me, like, I, I think I look fine without makeup but I also like feel like you know I have hyperpigmentation like I have acne scarring like these are things that like I in like in professional you know if I'm doing an event or if I'm going to work like yes I'm going to wear makeup and it's not because I think I'm a troll it's just you know it's Mm -hmm. a part of like a way for me to navigate the world more easily and I just think that like Mm -hmm. that's one valid way to approach makeup another person would be like I don't wear makeup because I literally do not know how to apply it and I don't care and I don't have the time for it and like that's cool too um yeah like I just think the whole debate around Alicia Keys is just like so asinine and like it's not asinine it's not pointless I think it's it is like productive in a way but I just think that like it should be less of a debate about whether one should or should not wear it and more of a conversation about the myriad of ways that the myriad of, of reasons why people do wear it, if that makes sense. Mm-hmm. Well, yeah, I was just about to say that in these conversations, what happens, it, it always becomes distilled into one point when it's actually a very nuanced conversation. Right. And, and you're right, like, there's so many reasons why somebody would wear and wouldn't wear makeup that like, just having one person not wear makeup doesn't really open the conversation enough. Um, but people applauding her is, is kind of, like, boring in a way also. Totally. Especially because um, they applaud also, her by saying things like, oh, my God, she's, like, she's so stunning. Like, it's like, of course she's stunning because she has, like, flawless skin, which I'm mm-hmm. happy for her because she didn't always have flawless skin. She used to have really bad acne. Um so mm. like great like she's showing it off but like you would would you say that about her if she had like dark marks all over her face and like dark shadows under her eyes and her chin was covered in like little black hairs like would you be saying that or not? Mm. Hmm. Real. <laughs> yeah. So 
rant over. I clearly feel very strongly about this for some reason. No, it's it's your no. It makes sense. It, it totally makes sense. It is. It's such a complex issue, and we're just like focusing on the wrong things as always. As a larger society, um, a thing that was really awful that also happened recently was the trolling of Les. Well, the continuous trolling of Leslie Jones um and last week her website was hacked um and nudes I believe were put onto her website so um yeah like how how does one process this see especially in light of the fact that she's a black woman yeah like has she gotten back on like she's not back on twitter right like, she's still off of it. I would still be off of it. I don't like, think fuck so. all of these people. Um, yeah, it's just, like, it's unfortunate what, what happened. And I'm just kind of, like, it's just so frustrating because I think that as much as the outpouring of love that she's received and continues to receive every time this happening happens is, like, really beautiful and, like, amazing and kumbaya, it's also kind of, like, all of the, like, I stand with, you know, Leslie hashtags in the world are not going to change the fact that, like, Twitter is not dealing with its white supremacist, like, underbelly, which is, like, fucking, like, it's MRAs, it's white supremacists, like, it's fucking, like, crazy conservative, like, right-wingers, like, it's not dealing with them. I, I think that, you know... Person, I personally feel as though like free speech should not, um, should never um, protect hate speech. But like, it's one thing for people to be like saying racist shit or like just being like assholes on their own Twitter accounts. But then when it be- turns into targeted harassments, like sending her pictures of monkeys, calling her the N word, like. And, like, eventually, because that's the thing, like, you don't deal with it in a real way. You, like, you know, ban this Milo dude, which all that does is, like, antagonize his, like, crazy-ass, like, fan base. And you don't actually, like, get to the root of the problem. And it escalates to the point where her information and and nude pictures of her are, are shared all over the internet. Who, who's to say that it's not going to escalate to the point where someone is, like, on her doorstep, you know? Like, it's, like, mm. what is actually being done to protect, like, women of color and black women on on the internet? Like, not even just Twitter, on the internet, period. Like, it ha- something has to be done because this shit is viol- violence. It's, like, it's people like to dismiss it as just trolling, but it's not trolling, you know? It's, it's, it's like it's like violence it's like it's scary like it's not right and the fact that like it's just so unfortunate and I think it just speaks to the fact that like being a visible black woman is like one of like the most like we're talking about bravery like that to me is like an incredibly brave act because literally all Leslie Jones did was like be black and successful (laughs) that's Uh... it that's it. It's crazy. Yeah. That's so crazy. Yeah. yeah, exactly. Like, what the fuck? 
Yeah, it's, I mean, there's no words because it's just like, it's happening and it's, it's happening to a lot of black women, I'm sure. Like, I mean, even your, I don't know if you want to get into this, but just like the trolling that you get, it's like, and I see, I see it, like you'll put it on Instagram, you, you put it on Instagram last week and it was just, it's, it's just so shocking and, and I mean, I, I feel like even saying that is just not enough resident so I shouldn't say anything it's just like it's I can't believe that it happens and it really is just purely because you're black and you're out there and you're doing things yeah I I I mean like I it's funny because like I got like this influx of like like just like crazy like white supremacist like bullshit the other week and it was like actually like the same right around the same time that the Leslie Jones shit was going down and it was just kind of it's just like it's it's hard to explain because I like I don't know it's just like it's not fun it's not fun it's like yes you can like ignore it or you can like take a break from social media but it's like I shouldn't fucking have to do that and like I was talking to my mom and she was like oh like these people are just jealous they're not jealous like this isn't jealousy like this is pure hatred this is like pure hatred and I am in a position where like I can't just like delete my account or like I could but professionally like that's fucked up because my social media presence is a big part of like my identity as a writer for better or worse like I I need Mm -hmm. this thing Mm -hmm. to to communicate like you know to, to interact with people to communicate with people I have no problem with people disagreeing with um with my opinions about things even like yo if like some racist white person and just like thinks I'm like just like stupid liberal and fine like if you have an issue like fucking try to be somewhat constructive but that's the thing these people aren't they're not they don't want to have a conversation they're not trying to be constructive they just want to break you down they just want to it's just this hive mind and I, I find it so disturbing because it's like these are real like actual people in the world like I think the word the word troll is so dangerous because it takes away like the human being behind mm-hmm. what's happening and it's just like mm. you know I have never no matter how much I have disagreed with someone someone's ideology like like I've never felt compelled you know if I read an article by someone and and maybe it's different because I have a platform and I can if I feel strongly about something I can just write about it on you know write about it at the Huffington Post and like just get that out but I I also feel like even if I didn't have that platform it's like where why do you feel the need to target someone specifically and harass them for hours to days on end because you disagree with something that they said or because you hate all liberals or because black lives matter is a a bunch of shit because a lot of times these people like will generalize shit and I don't want to go into it's just like it's crazy it's just like the things people have said to me or accused me of or just like it's just like why like what what are you getting out of this you know but yeah, I I often wonder the same thing. Like, are their hearts so dead inside uh, of their bodies that they can't function in a positive way at all? Like, what does it take to be a person like this? And I really, really respect Lindy West for doing that um, 
uh, American, uh, what's the fucking podcast? This American called? Life. This American Life, thanks. Uh, this American Life uh, interview where she basically went and met up with this like one troll that had uh, made a, a fake account of her dead father and was writing just like awful shit in the voice of, of Lindy's dead father. Like it's just what goes through that person's mind. They're like, you know what? This is what I'm going to do for the next, like, five months of my life. Um, And when Lindy asks this person, like, why, why did you do this? They they have no answers. There's no, there's no, like, actual reasoning. And, and that's what is so fascinating. Like, so much hate exists so cavalierly in people, which I think is, a super terrifying thing and to be able to have a platform where even if like sure like you're voiceless but you're you're like spewing hate so it gives you some kind of power like knowing that you've made somebody's day like really bad like fuck what kind of like bad karma is that shit it's just horrifying it's like I don't horrifying people exist yeah and there's a lot of them and i think like going back to leslie jones and guys sorry there's like a weird echo but like i literally am so hot anyway um i'm dying (laughs) right now um going back to leslie jones it's just like people need to like fucking realize that these so-called trolls are closer to the temperature of, like, how the actual, like, country feels about black people than, like, we'd like to admit. Like, this is how many people, like, think. And they may not, like, think to go on Twitter and, like, be this and harass this person. But, like, this is how they feel. They think black women are apes and, like, ugly and nigger whores and cunts and all these other things that I have been called in the last two weeks. Like, they fully believe this. Or, or at least they don't, see, you know, they don't have any issue with, like, the, you know, like, I just think that, like, we should mean to call all this shit, like, this is just, like, a small minority of people, and they're just horrible, like, no, like, on some level, there's levels to it, but on some level, like, this speaks to the tenor of the relationship that this country has to black people, and because if, mm. if that was, wasn't the case, there wouldn't be literally hundreds upon hundreds and hundreds of people who after the news about Leslie's site came out, were, like, commenting, like, oh, my God, like, good for her. That's what the black bitch gets. Like, not even, like, just taking into account that this is a human being. This is a human right. being. that, And this is, no matter how you feel about Ghostbusters or what, this is a horrible thing that's happened to her. And for you to co-sign on it, like, it's funny. Wow. Wow, like reporters of like so-called reputed, you know, I mean, Brett Bart isn't actually reputed, but you know, like it's like a very popular site. And like reporter, a reporter for that site, a woman, no less, was on Twitter, like joking about how like disgusting Leslie Jones nudes must be and how that's what she oh. does. Like this is real people. Like this is what I'm trying it's so scary it like more than anything more than like hurting my feelings because I don't internalize 
slurs or any of that shit. But, like, it just scares me that people like this mm. exist. So. Yeah, people are that, that, that like, are that violent that want to want to put that violence onto a stranger, like a complete stranger that they will never meet, that they have no desire to probably meet. But for this this moment in time can inflict such horror onto. Like that is just like can we do a psychological test on like how do you how fucked up do you have to be to do that shit? Yeah. I don't even like when I'm like mad and like when I'm like angry at somebody or I'm feeling shitty about somebody, my reaction is not I want them to like pay and be like to to hurt themselves or something. Like it, I'm usually like, oh god, I gotta deal with this like really shitty feeling that I'm having for towards somebody, you know? Like that's my first reaction where I'm just like, oh my god, Frey, like you should know better. Why are you feeling like this? Um and the fact that, like, when they feel angry or rage, they're like, I'm gonna fucking kill somebody. Or, like, I'm gonna, like, say really fucked up shit to somebody so I ruin their day. It's like, wow. Yep. Um, people are trash. Yep. So, speaking of trash people... Me, yeah. Um, Nate Parker. You could have been in somebody. <laughs> I don't know. Birth, Birth of the Nation looks so good. I'm sure it is really good. I don't want to dismiss that or discount his obvious creative talent. But the allegations that he did rape um, a young woman who has now or since... Uh, committed suicide. It's so depressing. Um, and I just found myself just like, yeah, avoiding the whole conversation altogether because I didn't really, I just felt like, so yeah, I was like, this movie did so well at Sundance. It was so exciting. Um, and to hear this is very upsetting. Yeah. Pretty much, pretty much. I mean, like, how many black men are we going to have to defend in the name of, like, conspiracies and, like, taking down our community? Like, man, fuck you. Like, I don't have to cape for you. You did this shit to yourself. Okay? Like, I, I, I don't, like, when he came, when his initial interview interview with Deadline, and he just, there was so, it was so clear that he was like, I'm going to get ahead of this thing and, like, Black people are just going to all come out in droves and support me because I made a Nat Turner movie. And I'm like, this is classic, like, male fucking entitlement because, of course, you're not taking into account the black woman and the black women who are affected by sexual assault and rape. Like, you, you, like we're just going to, we're just going to forget our sister who is dead as a result of the shit you you inflicted on her. We're just going to forget her because, oh, like, you're a successful, you know, attractive, talented, so-called black man who's directed a, a so-called important film about Nat Turner. Um, you know, we're just going to forget it. Shout to your white wife. That was petty of me. Mm. That was petty. It's it, There's nothing wrong with being married to a white woman. But I just I just think it's so interesting because it's like, 
none of that, like, no, like, how many, like, I'm sick of, because when the whole Nate Parker thing went down, like, there was a clear, like, a clear, you know, separation of ideas where, like, there was all these mostly black men being like, ah, like, this is just Hollywood, you know, trying to bring him down because he's made this film about this slave revolt and, like, if this was a white man, he wouldn't have gotten, he wouldn't be getting this kind of crucifixion. Well, yeah, yeah, you know what, bitch? Yeah. If he was a white man, he probably wouldn't have. And that's fucked up and that's really unfortunate and that's not right. But guess what? I don't care. That is not enough of a reason for me to meet, to support him or anything he does. And it's not even like, you know what? Like, I've really, for you, I've really grappled with this and I'm like, if it's hard, but like, it's just like, just like the the language he used, and like the fact that like he wasn't even in any way, shape, or form apologetic, or like he didn't even like want to acknowledge like his culpability in the situation, in the tragedy that happened. Mm. He really was trying to act like, oh, I was just a kid, and like it was like the worst moment of my life, and like I've grown mm. from it, but not really, and yeah. Please give me the Oscar nomination. What? Are you crazy? Are you out of your your ever-loving mind? Like, dude, like, you raped somebody. Like, you couldn't even come out and be like, I did a terrible thing. And, like, the fact that I'm even here to make a movie is, like, the a prime example of how rape culture works. And, like, we need, like, do something. Like, even if you don't fucking believe in that shit, like, do something to make me think that you actually are sorry. Like, man, missing all that bullshit. Fuck Nate Parker. Like, I really don't. Like, honestly, like, people are like, oh, well, you know, you can, like, not support him and, like, still support the movie. Fuck that. Like, there will be another Nat Turner movie. Like, the, these white people, ugh, I'm so over it. <laughs> hmm. I'm just like, how many times is this going to happen? Like, get your shit together, black men. Like, it's not to condemn all black men and say that all black men are, like, evil. Like, I'm not doing that that's not what i'm doing all i'm saying is that stop you know violating me and i'm when i say me i just mean like you know in a larger context like stop violating black women like you know denigrating black women saying that black women ain't shit we aren't beautiful we're all this i'm gonna go get me a white girl i'm gonna do this and that doing all these things and then like when you fuck up we're the ones who have to come forward and um you know and defend you now some people might be saying that i'm reaching korea in doing this mm-hmm. and i'm i i don't believe that to be the case i'm not again let me reiterate I'm not trying to make this like a black woman versus black men thing i'm really not all i'm saying is that look at the r kelly's the bill cosby's of the world it happens again and again and again these black men fuck up and then we have to come forward and be oh my god like it, you know like we have to be the 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 fucking uh what's uh, what's bill, Co- bill cosby's wife's name that chick i forgot her name not claire her other name whatever we have to be that chick camille we have to be camille cosby and stand by our man metaphorically speaking no you fucked up you messed up your own career. Your movie's not going to do well because you already you already took a risk. And I, you know, a, a worthy and like I, I love that he made a Nat Turner movie because that's 
a different, you know, narrative. But the time I you want me to spend defending your movie and trying to convince people to watch your movie inspire the fact that you you raped someone however many years ago i would rather just hype up queen of cotway or hidden figures or a united kingdom Mm. or something else like three very exciting films made by all by women thank you that's it wait was hidden figures no but it's it's a female red cast black Female-led cast, I think it might have been written by a woman, but almost there, but incredible story. Exactly. All yeah. women. Women. Let's do that. Let's do that. Yeah, I'm here for that. I think I've I've been having a lot of conversations about that um, in general, just like, yeah, like, uh, it's not as apparent, but I definitely feel that with, like, Muslim men, too, and, like, the, like just dumb shit that the misogyny that exists and just existing and the patriarchy and and how like so many Muslim men are the people that target me for any writing that I do because you know they're trying to teach me a Mm. lesson um and trying to give me like school me on on Islam um and they yeah they're the ones that slut shame me and and talk about my sexuality like it's it's a thing that like they can explain to me um, through the language of faith. Um, and it's, it's, yeah, obviously it's not the same thing, but that's my comparison of the situation. And it's just so debilitating. And I, and I keep thinking like Muslim men, uh, with Guantanamo and, and just the drone attacks and, and all of these things that are happening in the world right now, it's like, I feel so protective, but at the same time, it's just like, I'm also like, they don't care about me. Um, and, like, existing in a world where I, 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 I know I have a lot of privilege, like, existing in a world where I can, can talk openly and, and, you know, uh, not be harassed on the street because I'm not a visible Muslim. It's, all those things I understand, but even then it's just, like, yeah, to have to exist where, like, yeah, these men are writing to me and and telling me shitty things and and essentially telling me that I'm not Muslim enough or that I'm not good enough and in some cases telling me that I'm going to go to hell um, is a reiteration of all the feelings that I've always had about my complex identity. And it's just upsetting. It's just upsetting. If you guys get a chance, you should check out Faria's pop-up on Medium. She's doing this really amazing thing with a really, really great pieces about being a modern Muslim woman, I guess. Um, there's one that was published this week, um, a discussion on um, sexuality, right, Faria? Yeah, mm-hmm. it's basically a discussion. Or, or sex, sex, yeah, between Faria yeah. and Aika. Um and it's really, really, really good. You should check it out. Um, yeah. Thanks, Of Yeah, it's uh, it's something that I've been working on for a very long time, and it's just to project the the questions that I think of existing as a Muslim woman today. And there's a great hijab roundtable with, like, very intelligent women discussing what it feels like uh, to wear the hijab and then... Uh, Two S's by two 
uh, queer women, one is one woman is uh, trans and white, and uh, talking of her experience of like coming to Islam through that lens is just fascinating and beautiful. And um, I don't know, I'm really proud of 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 the voices that I was able to um, talk to and 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 give them this opportunity. And it's really exciting. And I and I think that. Those are the voices that I'm interested in to also drown out all of these like douchey Muslim men that have really awful and archaic ideas about women, not to proliferate an idea that already exists. And that's my hesitation. Of course, like in the West, like that's what we think of Muslims and Muslim men, like, oh, Muslims are so anti-feminist and all that shit. And it's like really tough for me because I'm just like, that's really fucked up and not true. And yet there are so many men that do do that. So like, how do you, how do you talk about that? I don't know. I'm still trying to figure it out. Well, I think it's a great, Uh, it's an amazing, you know, beginning of that conversation. It's, it's really, really good stuff. Yeah. How do you protect your own when they hurt you and and they're Mm. just hurtful? Mm. The question of the, the day. Yeah, fuck. But I think that's it for us this yeah, week. That's all all I have to really say for you. All I have to really say. Also, shout out to your great piece about uh, white allyship last week. I sent it to so many people because I think it really distilled a lot of the ideas of like how destructive it is when a white person's like, I have a lot of racist friends, but, like, I can't not be friends with them. Right. And I just, I, I think, uh, if you haven't read Ziva's piece already on that, and it's it's focusing on Daniel Radcliffe and his comments recently about his racist friends, uh, share it around. Yeah. Like, Don't share it, it, though, because that's what share? created all of my agony. Just read it. To yourself. Uh, also, I just wanted to add to that piece that actually what I really wanted to write in that piece was that if you're a white person and you have racist friends, like, fuck you. Like, you should not be friends with them. Like, I was trying yeah. to be diplomatic and be like, oh, you should challenge me. And I fully believe, like, I do believe that you you should challenge those ideas and, like, try, you know. But I think at a certain point, like, chow, like, sort your life out. Um... Yeah, if you have racist friends, that makes you kind of racist. Basically. That makes you racist, actually. Shout out to so-called white allies who create unsafe spaces for their black and brown friends. <laughs> um, I just wanted to, but thank you very much for that, Freya. I just wanted to end. I really have to get this out. I'm sorry. Um, I, Okay, I'm getting emotional right now. Okay, wait, give me a moment. Oh, my God. Okay, I think I'm going to cry. Sorry. Um, I just wanted to say that Dev Patel is so fucking fine. <laughs> oh my god. Okay, you should be an Oscar winning actress, Ziba. Fucking Blair. I was ready for some raw... <laughs> dog shit you know i was there no, with this, you i was holding this your hand. is raw like you don't understand you tell me like this dude is so goddamn attractive like i can't deal with it anyway i just had to get i that. agree what'd you say 
I yeah, agree. no, totally. Like he's in this this trailer for this new movie he's in just came out, and he's got like the beard and like the hair and the voice, and he's just fine AF. Like I'm, he's coming to in love with him. I'm in love with him. I know it's gonna be. Don't talk to me. Don't tell me that. <laughs> what if I like met him and hung out with him? Cause like we're both South Asian, and like I was like, yeah. My friend Ziba. Ziba, that might Yeah, happen. tell him you have a friend Ziba that he'd be really into. And then show him a picture of Frida Pinto. <laughs> <laughs> and then I'll catfish him. <laughs> <laughs> okay, I'm kind of down for that. Yeah, let's do it. Um, okay, yeah. We'll end it on the Dev Patel. It's really Okay, odd. guys. I'm okay with that. Love you guys. Bye.